This is Alone With Our Principles. I'm Eric, and we hope you enjoy this mini-sode, which is a collection of some of our favorite extra credit questions from past episodes. We're taking a short break this week, but we'll be back next week with some more of your favorite content. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. You've got a real attitude problem, McFly. You're a slacker. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. I'm the principal, man. I like to wrap up with an extra credit question, uh, we like to call it. Um, something a little bit fun, a little bit quirky, a little bit off the beaten path. So sure. the, the question for this time is if animals could talk, which one would be the rudest? So when we say rude, we don't necessarily mean just the language, just the overall attitude, demeanor, things they said, the way they acted towards others. Uh, if they could talk, what would they say and, and who would be? Or what would be the rudest animal? So who wants who wants to kick this one off? I, you know, I, I went with kind of what I thought was the obvious. And I'm going to go with the cat. And it's a <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of experience with cats. But you just think about cats through like Hollywood perspective, right? Right. I mean, there's this cat that I just learned recently died. He was named Grumpy Cat. You know, he was like the, right. the source of a, a million memes and gifs and. You know, he was a celebrity for being grumpy. I mean, because that's just what cats do. I mean, you think about the like the Siamese cats from uh oh gosh, what was it, Lady in the Tram? Oh, yes. Go around and thrash so the mean, house, yes. yeah. and then they blame it on the dog. I think they get the dog in trouble. Um, you know, um, Garfield. Mm-hmm. I thought Garfield, Garfield was hilarious, but yeah. grumpy. Oh, yeah. the cat in the rattle was grumpy too. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, Mr. Yeah. Bigglesworth. I mean, oh, he didn't really yeah. have a big role. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't pleasant to look at. So, yeah. you know, no. cats cats make you earn their trust and, and earn their affection and love, but uh, they can also turn their nose up at you and walk away just as easily. So. What would a cat's voice sound like, Eric? Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> it would sound condescending <laughs> and rude. I, you know, I'm thinking of like a like a Joe Pesci. Like, what are you looking at? <laughs> you know, are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm not going to get off the couch. What are you thinking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking something from Goodfellas, maybe. All right. Um, I would have to go with a pigeon, and I only say this because they are everywhere. Like, no matter where they go, they just start talking, and I can't do any kind of New York accent. But it, along the lines of what you guys just did, yeah. I just think of them as just mean. Things like they kind of have the stigma of being like dumb and kind of flighty, but I really think they're strategic in what they do. And they're like, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and I'm just gonna go set up a nest here, you know. So I just think that they can go wherever they want and they're gonna do whatever they want. I got so. your statue right here, buddy. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, oh, you were wearing a nice shirt today. No, you're not. You know, so they just they can do whatever they want. So that's kind of where I'm at. For me, I, you know, I think a camel is what comes to mind because. They just look rude. They look grumpy. You know, it's kind of like, man, I wish I was a horse, but nobody wants to ride me. (laughs) You can't be funny and be the principal of a prep school. Which of the Muppets would make the best kindergarten teacher? And we're all going to answer this one, but we'll let you as the guest, Teresa, you can go first. So, And when we say Muppets, we can use the Muppet Show, we can use Sesame Street, any of the official Jim Henson Muppets. This, yeah, this was a, a series of contention between you and I yesterday. Eric because, and I almost came to blows over well, this yesterday. you know, like, <laughs> as we're preparing for episodes, Chris is, is, is much better with, with the memory side of remembering movies and quotes, and I think I'm pretty good. He, he takes it up a notch, so when he texts me and says, hey, 
which Muppet would be a good kindergarten teacher? My first step is I Google like Muppet characters just to remind myself, right? Yes. Well, Sesame Street Muppet characters don't show up in your traditional right. Muppet search. But that's where the Muppets started. Right, I think right. my text said, dude, Sesame Street invented the Muppets. Well, I'm like, of course I know Bert and Ernie. <laughs> like, and, well, and right. They're Muppets. These, but, they're official Muppets. So, they're yeah. not off. Now, Sid and Marty Croft, that's the off brand. Those aren't Muppets. Those are puppets of other Sigmund the Sea Monsters. You're probably too young, Kallenberger, aren't you? Oh, okay. All right. I'll be over here. So, like, you might be too young. I might be. Lost. Oh, there you go. That's the right idea. Okay. All right. So you've had time to think, Mrs. Kallenberger, right. which Muppet would be the best so kindergarten teacher? choices, but for kindergarten, and I'm with Land on this, there's Muppets and then there's Sesame Street. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Gonzo. Gonzo? He's, he's, explain. Gonzo's great. man of the people. <laughs> uh, he, everybody can relate to him because he's wonky and wacky. It's true. Um, for kindergartners, he's constantly trying to hurt himself, and you know how much they love to laugh. Like he's <laughs> tripping on himself or shooting himself out of a cannon. They're going to love that. They're going to eat that up. They're going to be engaged, and their attention is going to be right there with them. Okay. I, I think he could teach from a motorcycle. I'm pretty sure. Up <laughs> a ramp and down a ramp. He could get a lesson going with that. I, he could teach from a catapult. Anywhere he needs to go. And to top it off, he's hysterical, and he laughs at himself, and he makes others laugh. And I think in kindergarten, we need more of that. So I think Gonzo would Those be are amazing. great qualities he, of the kindergarten teacher. He is a bit teacher. of a daredevil, isn't he? I, yeah. You know, I forget. He but he, I, I, I forgot about the, the motorcycle. The helmet. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, and here at Juniper, I forgot, Gonzo loves chickens. And we tend that's to have right. chickens here at Juniper on the regular. So Gonzo <laughs> would be hired here. He, he, he would fit. It would All right. Be so Gonzo. He be a jaguar. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, Eric, what do you think? Who's your Muppet? God, this one was hard. So as I said yesterday, I, I had one answer. And then when, when Chris expanded my horizons and with this dude... Sesame Street has Muppets too. I was like, right. oh, that's true. So, you know, I hearken back to my days with my own three kids when they were, gosh, I don't know, two to five-ish and watching Sesame Street and the Muppets and all that. And immediately I thought of Elmo because, you know, Elmo, I mean, his voice alone, his high-pitched voice, kids are going to, kids kids dig on that. I, I still think back to, when, you know, my kids watching Elmo's World and although I'm not going to sing for you, uh, you know, Elmo's World's theme song, he loves his crayons and his goldfish. I mean... How much more kindergarten can you crayons get? Crayons and goldfish. There crayons you go. And goldfish. Yeah. He loves his crayons and his goldfish too. So, uh, you know, and he also had his friend Mr. Noodle. I'm, I'm going way back. Yeah. Have you ever watched Elmo's I World? haven't you know, seen Mr. That. Noodle was like his sidekick, so he almost had like his own paraprofessional in with him <laughs> that could help him out. But uh, you know, high pitched voice. He's sweet. He's loving. Um, you know, he teaches potty etiquette and all the things that we want our kindergartners to know. See, I and, feel like he's more of a kindergartner. You would have yeah. a hard time establishing. Yeah. You have to set boundaries and like classroom right. management, you but um, <laughs> you know, from the perspective, the kids would love it. I mean, the kids would love it. I don't know. I don't know how much teaching he would actually get accomplished. Right. But, um, you know, for all the reasons I mentioned, loving, sweet, adorable, and he loves crayons. So oh. Elmo's my choice. All right. Well, I've given this some thought here. So I'm going to kind of work backwards on this one through process of elimination before we get to my choice. Uh, obviously, we're going to need somebody that's creative and fun and kind that's going to engage the kids. So right away, we can eliminate a few. Sure. And as much as I love Gonzo, everything that you said, Teresa, the motorcycle, the chickens, oh, the explosions, stuff. Gonzo and Grover would both be incredible risk management issues. I mean, you, you can't have an exploding cannon in the kindergarten classroom. I've always said that. Now, um, all right, so eliminating Grover and Gonzo for the risk management issues, that brings us to the next thing. A kindergarten teacher needs to enunciate, needs to use language properly, uh, needs to be able to be understood by all of the students because they're learning to master the English language as well. So now we can eliminate Animal, we can eliminate Beaker, we can eliminate Cookie Monster, the Swedish Chef, I mean, 
and even to an extent, Elmo. Elmo does not use pronouns. Now, that might be good at first, but, I mean, if we hire any of them, the chef, animal, any of those that I mentioned, if we hire any of them for a kindergarten teacher, the first grade speech IEPs would be piling up like nobody's business. Yeah, you got to think it through. I mean, right. Cookie Monster, C is for cookie. Oh, that's good I mean, enough for me. Awareness, right? I exactly. mean, but, what yeah. When you get to R? That's right. Yeah. R is for rutabaga. Yeah. That's... Maybe we just bring him in as a special guest. Yeah, there you go. When we get to C, you know, we bring in Cookie Monster. Right. So now we have to look at demeanor. Um, you don't want anybody the cr cranky, crotchety that's going to upset the kids. So now Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch, I think, would be great for like eighth grade history. But for kindergarten, I don't know. Um, the old guys from the Muppet Balcony, Statler and Waldorf, named after New York hotels, Christ, right? the more you know. Yeah, they're hecklers. I mean, you don't want them heckling kindergartners. Oh, but the co-teaching model would be amazing. We'll get to that. I agree with you, but we'll get to the co-teaching in a, in a minute because there, there are characters from the Muppet world that co-teaching would be outstanding. Um, and Miss Piggy, I think, you know, as, you know, as outgoing and bubbly as she is, she's a performer, but if she snaps and hi yas a kindergarten teacher or a kindergartner, we're, we're in trouble. She's borderline inappropriate. Exactly. All right. So who does that leave us with? Um, getting back to your co-teaching, I think Bert and Ernie uh, would, be, would be in the sure. running for this. Um, you know, Ernie could be fun and engaging while Bert would be more serious. In fact, I've worked with two teachers at a previous site that team taught and we're very reminiscent of Bert and Ernie. You know who you are if you're listening. Um, uh, we haven't mentioned him yet, but I think Kermit the Frog would be outstanding. Yes. He tends to fluster, but I think he'd be a good choice. Um, Big Bird, a little bit clumsy, but then again, so are some kindergarten teachers. It's true. Wouldn't be the first that I've seen. We didn't mention him yet, Sam the Eagle. You know, if you want to come from a history perspective, wow. I, I think Sam is very eloquent. Um, but I've got a teacher and a runner-up. The runner-up we're going to bring in for special lessons. But I think if I'm hiring a kindergarten teacher, I'm going with Fozzie Bear. Nice. Now, sure. Fozzie. Yeah. Waka Waka. Yeah. Waka Waka. He's got his stand-up yeah. comedy. He's engaging. He's fun. The kids would love him. He's a teddy bear. He's so soft. Yes. yes. He's a teddy bear. Literally a teddy bear. Um, so I, he's my kindergarten teacher. Fozzie would be fun. He's smart enough. He, you know, he writes his own material mostly. Um, so he has those skills. Now, I think once you have him every so often, if you need a lesson, you got to bring in the count. Obviously. I mean, interventionist? Yeah. Is that what absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even him taking role. One, one kindergarten student. Ah, ah, ah. Two, two wonderful students. It would I take mean, them all day just to take it, it, would, it would, but they'd learn to count. They're in kindergarten. Get done. All right. So there we have it. We've got Fozzie Bear, we've got Gonzo, and we've got Elmo the for our team. the dream team for kindergarten. My office is right across that hall. Any monkey business. So the question for today, you're being you're a superintendent hiring a new middle school principal. What fictional character would you choose and why? So who wants to start it off? I can start. Okay. I, I, I have one. I, in middle school is is its own unique time and you got to be a little crazy to want to work in middle school there's just an mm -hmm. aspect of that right. so i went with lucille crunklehorn from the disney <laughs> you're laughing wait, 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 you know? this is okay, I don't know so that this is the i've got 21 caffeine patches and i'm uh, <laughs> from meet the robinson okay okay so she is an incredibly <laughs> smart scientist she's funny caring nice intelligent all of these things but 
She also knows how to keep up with middle school kids by using, you know, the 21 caffeine patches and is just 100 miles an hour all the time to keep up. And what up was the last name? She... Lucille Crunklehorn. That's a perfect name for an administrator. Right? I thought so too. So that, like that is who I went with for my fictional principal of middle school. Okay. I'm getting an education today. Yeah. Well, I'm way more simple and probably a little less fun. I went with Milan. From Disney also because she's fearless and I think to be a middle school principal you absolutely have to be fearless absolutely makes sense mm-hmm. I got Tony Stark oh AKA nice. Iron Man yeah I mean because he's flipping Iron Man I mean you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's cool he's, he's very trendy he's popular but you know I, I love Tony Stark just as much as little Iron Man what if so... Tony Stark borrowed her caffeine patches I don't know about well, that. Tony, that Tony Stark <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have a funding issue either because he's a bazillionaire. So, I mean, caffeine yeah. patches, he could just build those into the Yeah, suits. he would build them in. Yeah. I mean, the school mascot yeah, would be amazing. I mean, he's so incredibly intelligent, but, but he's also very witty. Yeah. And I think that he would relate to that odd time in a kid's life very, yeah. very well. Well, my wife and I That's just, we, we spent yeah. a lot of the, the quarantine time going through the entire Marvel series, and, and yeah. Tony Stark's my favorite from the, oh. from the whole thing for exactly the reasons Easy. you outlined. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that because my um, middle school principal is also from the Marvel Universe. I would have to go with Dr. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, he's, okay. he, he's got the science down. He would be um, great for the STEM programs. And honestly, I think if we're thinking about it, I mean, I know what people are thinking. He's the Incredible Hulk. I think in a middle school setting, he'd only have to go full Hulk maybe one time. <laughs> maybe at the beginning of the year, just let it loose. Yeah, there'd be some maintenance and operations issues that would have to come in. They'd have to repair some buildings or whatever. It would be worth it. But I think once the kids saw that he would do it, he wouldn't have to do it. You know what? I'm thinking this. I'm only at, I'm, every I, other year because right. they're only in middle school yeah. for two years. So you know. Yeah, but there's always that one kid. That I was, was that's like, what I was getting. That one kid. It's like, hey guys, watch this. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Barnett knows better than anybody. You know, She's out of middle school. There's I was, always that I, one. I was going to say, having only been in an elementary school by career, maybe I'm underestimating. Mm-hmm middle school kids to get the one kid that's just gonna hit Dr. Banner with a slingshot one time. <laughs> you know, you know, it would, it would be the, it would be the Marvel middle school version of pulling the fake fire alarm. Yeah, totally. You know? yeah. And then they'd all have their phones out. And you'd, have, you'd have TikToks of Bruce oh, Banner yeah. going, going Hulk. All over the place. So all right, maybe, maybe Dr. Banner slash Hulk wouldn't be uh, the best idea, so. It would be fun, yeah. to say the least. It's over. Go home.